And welcome, 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 y'all, to the 2.5, episode 2.5. This is episode 2.5 of Podcasting with Bay. Now, I know you guys must be like, wait, 2.5? I know, I know. We did a, <laughs> we did a, I actually did an episode, but we kind of, it just didn't come out. We didn't put it out, so. Wait, 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 wait. but why didn't we put it out? I well, mean- because editing. I didn't, I did not, I, I really didn't understand just how much it took to really edit a podcast. So and go ahead, credit me, please. Give me credit. No, I'll give you a lot of credit. Editing credit me is for the, a my lot. YouTube channel and my Instagram. Now you finally see how much work it is to edit. Yes, editing is a lot of work. I will admit that it does take a lot of time. Literally, that podcast that we did previously. It took it was taking me almost a week to edit and I got frustrated. So I said I was going to shelve it, uh, take a little time, and then we were going to come back and do this episode and call it episode 2.5. So it's not really 2.5. It's actually episode three. Because well, it's a full episode. You're not giving half of the episode. Well, no. Yeah. OK, fine. It's not uh, <laughs> it's not a half episode, but I decided that because I didn't give them episode two and there is a two floating there. So I might drop that as a, um, you know, later on as just a filler. And in, in case we, for whatever reason, can't put something out, I'll just drop that in there. Like, boom. But you can't drop that because it's like old information. I can do what I want. It's my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, all right, guys. Um, Yeah. Welcome. Welcome again. Uh, This is Podcasting with Bay. I'm your host, M Dollars, a.k.a. Marcel underscore 876, a.k.a. The Mad Jamaican. AKA, I have a lot of titles along with my <laughs> super dad, super dad, AKA, AKA super, super dad. dad, AKA daddy daycare, daddy daycare. Yeah. And I'm here along with my beautiful, lovely, talented, vivacious, outstanding co hosts, Miss Wits and Grits. Yep, that's me. What's Miss up? Wits and Grits is in the building, guys. Wait, um, wait, wait, wait. But you to give me my AKA hairstylist. Oh, AKA okay. So my lovely wife, co-host, AKA Miss Wits and Grits, best mom ever, aka Bay. Bay. All right. So th- oh welcome. yeah, yeah, wait. AKA best baller that you ever played against. Okay, now you're just getting carried away here. Best baller I ever played against. Yes. So you don't remember? Okay, guys, I have a story. I have uh, a story. Okay, here goes story time. All right, here we go, guys. So before Bryce, I was a little sick. And we'll talk about my health issues on another podcast. But I would tell Marcel all the time, I played ball all the way up to the college level. Like I walked on and then I quit. Well, it wasn't a full like walk on but they were willing to work with me but I would have to play or be on the bench for a whole year not getting any um of my out of state fees waived so I was like fuck that I'm about to go live my life wait uh, what college was that um of course southern university SU SU you wouldn't know anything about that because you have not been to a homecoming or a game a southern game period well in actuality i've never been to college so you have me up on that one i 
I graduated high school and then I just worked and I've been working ever since. So I've, I didn't really get to experience. OK, I'm lying. I did. Take, wait, 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 wait. We'll talk about that. Okay, We're getting another, off topic. Like, I'm sorry, guys. All right. Go so ahead. Babe. I was didn't do the walk on or whatever. I'm trying to give them a history of like if they didn't, if they don't know me. Um, my my sissy was saying that I stole her hoop career <laughs> because I transferred like my junior year to a whole nother school. Um, but that's just like, that's a whole nother story. But anyway, my whole point in saying this story is remember the time when we went out to the park, it was me and, um, junior. You remember? Yeah. And uh, it was me, you and junior. Yes. Me, you and junior. And we played what horse. And I uh, whooped I, that ass. Well, no, I think we, yeah, I whooped that ass. I whooped your ass. All right. So I think we played, we played a few games. I know we played 21. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't horse. It was 21. Junior ended up winning. But for a woman, like you guys were trying to play me, but for a woman, I think I did pretty damn good. I was up there. I was, I beat you, homie. All right. I beat you. Okay. Just and I'm so- sorry. I just got really like aggressive because I remember in college, my homie Gabe, right? When we were on the yard. I was a freshman and we were just like trying to get to, you know, you're on the yard. So you're trying to get to know people and meet people. And I was playing ball with the boys like the first few weeks. And he was like pissing me off. He was really pissing me off. He was like, girls ain't no ballers. Girls can't hoop. Girls can't hoop. You're not a hooper. You a girl. You can't hoop. And that just turned my ego to level 10. And that was a nice bike. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. And level I, 10. I put that work in. But anyway, that's why I got so aggressive. But yeah, shout out to Gabe for making me a stronger woman basketball player. All right. Well, yo, shout out to Gabe. Um, Well, all right. So I'm not saying. OK, so I remember when you told me all about your hoop dreams and your hoop uh, nightmares. Now, guys, let's be serious here. She got kicked off the team. No. What they did was tell her, listen, you have two options to be on this team. You can either be the water girl or the cheerleader. <laughs> she ain't had the moves to be the cheerleader. So she chose to be the Bobby Boucher and go get her some water because mama, mama, mama always said. All right. OK, that was a joke. But anyway, so. She's the water girl. The dad and clearly jokes, bro. the dad jokes. My dad jokes are not good. Okay. They're so horrible. clearly she went out, she dropped the water and they kicked her off the team. <laughs> no, but okay. So yes, we did play 21 and I think, well, here's the, here's the kicker, right? So we were playing, we were, I was taking it easy on you because you were my girl at the time and I didn't want him, you know, you was trying to show us your little jump shot and you was like, oh, I could drive it to the hole and I could lay it up. And we was like, all right. Listen, if this was Marcel back in like 06, when I was really out there hooping every day, Marcel wouldn't have a job in 010, who all he did was play basketball. Oh, I would have destroyed you. My jump shot would have been, you'd have been like. Babe, you keep saying the same thing. Remember when we went to Chuck E. Cheese? Or was that Chuck E. Cheese? I'm sorry, not Chuck E. Cheese. I'm, I'm so, I'm such in baby mode. But um, remember when we went to. Billy Bees. No, not Billy Bees. Wait, are you talking about the gym your for friend's Anne, gym in California? No, 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 no. For Anne's uh birthday. 
we went somewhere. Oh, you're, oh, you're talking about and Dave was, and Buster's. Dave and Buster's. Lord, please bear with me, guys. And you were shooting like, oh, this was me back in the day. This was me back in the day. And I'm just like, that form is whack, son. Like, that is whack. You were not making anything with that form. All right, guys. So she's talking. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Dave and Buster's. You know, they have the little basketball um, shootout thing where you could go against somebody and shoot out. And it's basically the stuff you see at the circus. And basically, we went, we were playing, and I was dropping buckets. Now, granted, of course, it takes a little time for you to, you know, muscle memory to kick in and your form to warm up. <laughs> muscle so she muscle got a little carried away. I think she might, you won a, a game or two? Yeah. You won like a. But give it to me. Go ahead. Give, no, give no, me I'm some not, credit listen, here. I'm not saying, I'm not denying the fact that she used to play ball, clearly, because you had a form. And you were shooting and making jump shots. It's clear you're familiar with the court. Not saying that. All I'm saying is with the there was no video evidence of you on the court actually playing in an official game. So therefore, I just got to take your word for it. And right now, your word don't mean squat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, that's that's how those stories go. And she comes to me and goes. Oh, I used to be a ball player and I used to be the best. And I'm like, mm. so, okay. Now, since we have she show, actually, you did show me proof. You showed me that one picture of you in the, <laughs> in the Jersey. <laughs> I guess this was like a team photo. So there she has a picture and it's her in the photo. And she has like the ball in like her right hand. Oh, she was, you're palming it, right? Yeah. I'm palming so it. Clearly How the ball was deflated. That's, that's me palming the ball. All right, so clearly the ball, the ball was deflated and she, <laughs> <laughs> and she was palming it and she had on her little jersey and this was her proof to me that, hey, I used to really do this, son. So my question to you is, now that we have a child, we can't, you cannot be playing me in front of Bryce like, oh yeah, your mother used to boil, your mother used to boil because clearly I'm his role model. Clearly he, he likes me more than you right now. Right. Can you right. Say that? Well, actually, what, I'm, what I was planning to do was so when he's old enough to un- actually understand the game. Yeah. Well, me, me versus you is just going to be shootouts. OK. We're just going to do well, shootouts. All, it, it's actually going to be all three of us because you can't you can't have him just no, no, sitting no. there. Well, no, I, he's going to be. I'll be like, listen, kids, have a seat. Let daddy show you how, how to do this. Follow the form. Tuck the elbows in. And trust me, you don't see why I'm the best shooter in the family. And that's it. Where it's going to be a competition about shooters. Who's the best jump shooter in the family? Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. So that's going to be our one little thing that we're going to definitely going to do. So, um, yeah, so that was story time. Well, actually, you didn't finish your story. You were telling us um, you and Gabe was on. Uh, he used to say girls couldn't play ball. And, no, and I did. I finished the story. You I did? said, yes, that was the story. Oh, so that Gabe- I'm a baller. OK, all right. A.K.A. baller wife. Okay, ball. All right. I'm sorry. I, I thought there was more to the story than that. No, you know I'm very weird about. Yeah, your your stories have no beginning. It jumps to the middle and it just ends right there. <laughs> you should know this by now. All right, all right. So, um, a lot of stuff to discuss. I think um, we have a few. Actually, if you don't mind me, can I can I start off? Yeah, go ahead. I I, I want to talk about. Um, it's a very somber topic. I, I feel bad actually starting off on a sad note, but 
I want to give a RIP to um, the young lady in the army who was killed. Oh, um, yeah. Her name was Vanessa. Uh, forgive me if I'm mispronouncing this. Vanessa Gillian. I believe her last name is. And if you're not familiar with the story, so basically and this beautiful. I mean, she was she was she was nice. She was good looking. Yeah, she's cute. Uh, basically, no homo, no homo. Oh, no. Oh, my God. All right. So basically, she was in the army and um, she was actually in Fort Hood. And basically what happened was uh, she disappeared on April 22nd. No one knew what happened. She she obviously she woke up, reported to her duty station and then vanished. Uh, everyone, you know, obviously the missing person report went out. The army started investigating. No one could find out what was going on. And then, you know, a few days later. A report came in that they found dismembered body parts uh, in like a little wooded area in a shallow grave. And unfortunately, that turned out to be this young lady. Um, the investigation ramped up at that point, And apparently specialist Aaron Robinson. And his girlfriend, 20 year old Cecily, I'm sorry, Cecily or Cecily, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, Aguilar of Texas. They were charged for that young lady's murder. Question. It's funny that they they mention how old this lady is, but they don't mention how old this man is. Don't you think that's weird? Like, is it such a big age difference? Like what? A, like, that's just weird to me. You only mentioned one person's age. Well, I think uh, for him, I think he's he was new. I think he's, he's they had a picture up of him. One of the okay. news articles. He's a he's a young black man. And yeah, he's a young black man. And I think he must have been. He's also in his 20s from the from the picture I saw. He definitely looked like he was in his 20s. And unfortunately, they said that she was working in the armory, which is where like they keep yeah. all the guns and stuff. And mm -hmm. now I have a theory to this and I'm going to tell you my theory after, you know, we have a little discussion. But basically, they said he came up behind her. Bashed her in the head with a hammer. Mm -hmm. After she went down, he called this young lady to come help him dispose of the body. Mm -hmm. They tried to burn her. Yep. And for whatever reason, they, the report says her body wasn't burning. So then they hacked her up and buried her body in a shallow grave. And that's a horrible, horrible way to go out. Yeah. And I feel and I feel so badly for her family because she had her whole life ahead of her. Clearly, you, you join the army trying to make your, you know, a better situation for yourself. They tell you, oh, be all you can be coming. And for her to go out like that is just horrible mm -hmm. and definitely RIP to her. And apparently the gentleman, well, not a, the, the dude, I'm not even going to give him a name anymore. I'm just going to call him dude. He ended up committing suicide. suicide. Yep. So he was a. He's he a sucker. A, he's a sucker who couldn't man up exactly, to face the consequences know, of his actions. They know his butt would have got murdered in the prison. His her family probably would have murdered him. Yeah. Like I that's mean, just upsetting. Horrible. But horrible. so my question is like, I just wish they went into more detail. I guess they'll come out with more information later on. But like, who is this guy to her? See, and that's so this is where my Conspiracy Marcel comes I into play. I think they used to date. 
Exactly. So I, what I'm thinking might have been this, right? It was that because he was married. Mm. Yeah. So uh, again, um, if I'm reading this correctly, he was married to uh, someone else. But of, of course, n- nine out of 10 times, they say whenever you go into the army or anything like that, you normally go get married because you get more money. It, it's like a pay boost for you. Yeah. And I'm thinking that he tried to talk to the young lady. She might have rebuffed him. Or he might have been getting some play from her and then she might have just said, no, nah, I don't want to deal with you no more. And he got butthurt over it. And I think it, it escalated to the point where he was just had blood in his eyes and was just wanted revenge. Or if he was, this is another health issue. You know how if he was in the army or she's in the army, right? Yeah, they were both in the army. If he was in the army and he had, what is that called when they have? Oh, PTSD. PTSD, you know? Well, I, I don't think he was deployed out. So, I'm, again, I'm not, I'm just, just throwing out random speculations. I, I don't believe that he deployed out at any time. Mm-hmm. So, for him to have that, normally you get that after you've been in combat. So, I don't believe but he even made it's it out. Like, deployment. Maybe it's not PD, PD, oh, PTSD. PTSD. Maybe it's um just like that football player that we watched the documentary on. Um, how he ended oh, up. Uh, Aaron Hernandez. Yes. And how he got all the hits. That... How he got all well, the whatever it hits. is. I don't Something know. Something triggered in the head. I just don't understand. And I probably, I would never understand how people can do something like that and just act as if nothing happened and like they can go on about their day. Yeah. Hell, I freaking get a needle put in me and I, I pass it out. So let a, if I see blood, I I'll be a mess. Yeah, and you're right because you know initially because it was a few maybe a couple weeks yeah. after he did it that wa- they found they her body wa- and for that time he just acted, acted like, like yo that. nothing was wrong went about and I'm like how does that not ride your conscience? People, they're sick. And even the the girl who helped him, how does that yeah. not feel your conscience? You're both sick. They 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 deserved each other. But yeah, he ran away. When they found the body, he 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 left his post, started trying to run away from the, you know, they chased his ass down. Mm-hmm. And I guess when he realized that he was about to get caught up, he offed himself. You know, uh, it's a sad, sad decision, because regardless of how you look at it, two yeah, families two lost. Two families lost, yep. Three families, actually, because if you yeah. consider the young, the girl, she's about to go away for a couple, of, at least 20 plus years. Yeah. So she, they lost her. You know, the family lost Vanessa and dude, his family lost him. Yeah. You know, so that's definitely a sad case. I definitely want to send out an RIP to her. RIP to the, you know, to all the families, to the families and, and, you know, just rest in peace. And definitely, definitely a sad, sad, sad situation there. I don't know how you could even fathom to, to do something like that. Crazy. And that's not the first time that has happened too. like there's been a lot of cases where young ladies and it's mostly young ladies in the army and they've been um preyed on mm-hmm. you know senior enlistment people have been taking advantage of them and uh just just another point to add on to this story that when this came out in the news there was a i think she's retired i don't know if she's still in the navy but a a, a colonel or whatever her name is she came out and she was saying that oh you know the, the the level of sexual harassment that females get 
Yeah. From senior enlist listed members. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's just the course. You don't be a snowflake over it. Just deal with it and get over it. And it was kind of crazy. <laughs> wait, wait I'm, I'm not laughing about the situation. Snowflake bang? Yeah, well, that's what that's that's the term she used. That's generally a term they say when you're like for like uh soft like this new generation of kids, they call them snowflakes because everything <laughs> triggers them. You know, they'll say, Oh, when I was growing up, you know, nothing used to bother me. Now everything bothers you guys. You guys are like a bunch of snowflakes. Mm, you're I soft, like it. delicate. Yeah. Soft. Yeah. soft like bullets. Yeah, so that's what they were saying. They were she was just like, Oh, you know, you guys need to just get roll with the punches and get over it and deal with it. Like it's not going anywhere. And everybody was just like, What? what? So yeah, that's just But it is it probably won't go anywhere because there's always going to be more men than women enlisting. Yes. So And that's you know, Unfortunately, it's a sad that they really need to try. I don't know how they could fix a situ- situation like that. Maybe, you know, harsher punishment, maybe uh, give women in there a more. Uh, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for when you can actually anonymously be able to report these crimes um, and actually believe that people are going to take them like, seriously? Yeah. So, you know, it's a, but like I said, a sad case. I, I really didn't want to start it off like that, but that was like a really big thing in the news. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just wanted to get that out of the way before we, you know, before we continued. So, yeah. All right. Um, well, you, since you we were topic. talking about that, um, I want to bring up mental health because that clearly the man is sick in the head. The mm-hmm. woman who helped him is sick in the head. Um, I think we don't acknowledge or we don't take the time to kind of relax our mind um we just we take care of our body but we don't take care of our mental um i started meditation as you know getting up mad early getting it in yeah me what time like what time you be getting 4 30 4 30 in the morning 4 30 and i'll be honest with you you get up and I don't even know you left the bed. I know you, you snoring to the guys. You are, you are snoring to the guys, by the way, guys, I love my husband. I love him dearly, but this man knows how to snore a roof down. Okay. I always tell him like, baby, you're snoring to the guys. Like Marcel, Marcel, turn over. And he goes, mm, mm, mm. and then <laughs> he literally rolls over and he stops snoring or he'll literally look up and be like hmm, hmm. oh i'm sorry baby i was snoring oh i'm sorry and then goes right back to sleep i never met someone who can respond to you and then eventually ro- go right back to sleep like super fast but anyway i'm doing my meditation i'm on like i have this app uh it's called calm I actually, the only reason why I started doing the meditation is because um, American Express, shout out to American Express for doing something right. They gave me this program for a year for free trial for a year. Oh, so you, you, you're basically able to use it for, for free for just just for having a card. 
Yeah, just for having a oh, car. That's dope. Now the program is over. Um, one second, got a call. <coughs> Corona. <coughs> just kidding. <laughs> I think we already had it, but um, wait, I gotta take a sip of water. Thanks, guys. Need that. So, um. Basically, because of the pandemic, people are depressed. They couldn't go, you know, this is before they opened up everything. We're in phase three now, but before all the phases, um, people are depressed, they're stressed, you know, it's just they decided to give this app to people to help with their mental. And I was like, hmm, free, why not? And then I was scrolling through and I'll meditate, try to meditate. And then all of a sudden I'll wake up. It's the next day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because. All right. So and the thing about Whitney, guys, that Miss Wit, Wits and Grits that you guys don't AKA know. But I'm Paula, a, Paula wife and baller wife. Um, what you don't know about her is that. So I, I, I normally shower. I'm the last person in the shower. Right. I normally let everyone else go because I'm a gentleman. And I say, hey. No, go ahead and knock, you know, do what you got to do. Get in the bed. I want you to be able to relax and I'll stay up and I'll struggle through and take the last shower. So by the time she gets out and I'm going in, she's like, oh, I'm going to meditate. And apparently this app, it has like, I guess, celebrities who <laughs> is on there talking. And one of the celebrities is Matthew McConaughey. Right. And the story is what I'm trying to tell you is this. She she sometimes she plays it over um on her phone, but not through the headphones. She'll just be playing it loud. So I remember one night I came in, I went down to sleep. She had it in her and I guess the headphones must have died. And all of a sudden in the middle of the night, I'm hearing a voice in my dream. And I'm like, what the hell is that talking like? And it's slowly bringing me out of my sleep. And finally I wake up and I'm like, what the hell? Who the hell is in the room with us? And I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. And all of a sudden, my brain just clicks. And I'm like, is that Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> yeah. like, what in the hell? Yeah. That's I stood up. Now, mind you, she is knocked out. Knocked <laughs> out. Like, just out of it completely. And I'm looking around the room. And I look at the phone. The phone is on, like, 2%. And all I hear is Matthew saying, now, take a deep breath. Breathe in. This is the time to be calm. Yeah. Calm, calm. I and think I'm just you like, should, uh, <laughs> what kind of weird shit is this that I'm listening to? <laughs> yeah, it, that's what I was saying. Like, I was like, okay, people have told me before I need to try to meditate. My doctors have told me before I need to try to meditate, especially for my health issues or whatever. But I was like, oh, I can't meditate. Oh, I can't do it. It's too much. I can't shut this brain off. Um, and then when I would try. Then, like I said, I'll wake up and it's the next day, basically falling asleep on the on the fucking meditation. So I was like, hmm, interesting. They have different categories and it's pretty cool because they. They have categories as like for anxiety, for sleeping, for stress, for work, self-care, how to focus, all these different categories but what stuck out to me the most was the how to meditate uh category oh that's like an actual category yeah it's okay. called how to meditate 
So basically, you get with Jeff Warren. He's a meditation teacher and he's the author for that category. Um, you get 30 days. It's a 30 day program to, that teaches you how to meditate. So like I said, I'm on day 11. I thought I said nine or something, but I'm really on day 11. And it just keeps, takes you step by step. And it's funny because as I'm progressing, I'm noticing that it's starting to like, he'll be like, okay, now it's time to come out of meditation. I'm like, holy shit. I just meditated for fucking 12 minutes. Go Whitney. You go girl. But in the beginning, I would like throw myself off and I'd be like, oh, he's still talking. Okay. Back to focus. Oh shit. Still there? God damn. But now it's like, it's a peace of mind. And I'm not going to lie. Like, between my meditation, me listening to like a motivational thing in the morning, yeah, and or listening to um like something religious, like a yeah, you listen to those uh YouTube sermon that sermon my guy. YouTube yeah sermon yeah um it it's really helped me with a better peace of mind. So you think it, it does uh, promote, it does, it, it is helping you in terms of just going through every day. Yeah, going through dealing every day. Dealing with all the stresses. Dealing with the stresses, just staying calm, um, having a good positive day and not having so much negativity. Um, in, like putting so much negativity out. Um, by the way, if you want to listen to a good pastor, or a good a sermon on YouTube, or well, a good pastor on YouTube, or a good church. I'm sorry, a good church on YouTube. Uh, I listen to Rock City Nation. Um, they go live uh, for Bible study, and he does a virtual church on Sundays. My sissy has put me on to him, and thank shout out to sissy for doing that because I had. I want to say, like, I stopped. Yeah, I oh, stopped. Wait, wait, wait. God. I don't think they heard you. Say it again one more time. Shout out to Sissy for putting Yeah, me what on. was the name of the church? Oh, Rock City. Rock City. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they heard you, sister. Say it one more time. Rock City. All if right, you're not all right. rocking, if you're rocking, I forgot what's the saying that they say. They say, but make sure you're rocking with them. And she gets really really attached and emotional if I try to make jokes about I've listened to one or two of these sermons when she's going at it and trust me I have so much jokes I could not jokes in a negative way as to say like you know you know he's fake or no but you know it's just how he comes comes across but pastor Mike if you would take the time and actually stop joking and listen to pastor Mike you I think you like him he's mad cool well I feel like I know him I don't even know him he's in freaking well, I have nothing against religion and people who preach it. I I have my own views on religion, and unfortunately, you know, I grew up in a very uh, Seventh Day Adventist church in Jamaica. That's you know, that was one. That's a very big thing. My grandmother was very big in the church. Every Saturday, from eight a.m. till eight p.m., we were on church grounds, and 
you know, the Sabbath normally started on Friday and it didn't end till Sunday. From Friday, you weren't allowed to watch TV or anything like that. It was, it was just to be about focusing on your salvation and your soul. But unfortunately, as I grew older, you know, and I got more familiar with the world, I did drift away from the faith as I became more in tune in terms of, you know, questioning why, why and why. And the answers that I were that I was getting didn't satisfy my curiosity and made me more look on and say, well, I'm not too. I'm not you know, this is not my cup of tea at the moment. However, with that being said, I don't bash anyone who actually is into the religion. If because I believe if that helps you bring peace in a peace and helps you be able to deal with the, the world that we live in, then I'm all for it. So I will never stand and bash anyone for actually believing in a religion. I think the religion was created to help you help you understand the un, the um under understand not what the hell is the word I'm looking for the the word that you you can't understand whatever but anyways yes that's what religion is for and I don't bash anyone for doing it so when she does listen I'm I'm not really against it I might make little jokes here and there but you know if it brings her peace I'm all for it I will never yeah I will never what, shut you down what's on that. the saying happy wife what Happy life. And if that ain't the truth, I don't know what is. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, I've been doing the meditation. Like I was saying, I've been doing the meditation. I so I guess I guess I can kind of go over my routine, morning routine. It's that's why I'm getting up at 430. So get up at 430, do my meditation no, before I even do my meditation, start praying. I wake up and before I get out the bed and everything, I thank God for like waking me up. And I go in a little bit de- more detail, but I started back praying. And then I go do my meditation. And guys, I have to get up at 430 because my child, he loves to get up early. Just like his mama and his dad. So sometimes he's waking up between 5.30 and 7 o'clock. Every day is a different day. When he was a little bit younger, um, he used to be, he used to get up around like 6.30 for sure. Or 5.30. Yeah, actually, he, his his time was 6 o'clock. It was 6 o'clock. On the dot. Literally 5.59, you look, he starts stirring. And by 6 o'clock, he's crying his head off. Yeah. But now you just don't know. So that's why, excuse me, I moved my days up to um, my timing up to 430. So, yeah, pray, meditate. And then listen on, in the car. I listen to like drop. <clears throat> while I drop you off, I'll listen to like my med- uh, motivation for the day. But just something positive, like. I just suggest everyone just try to listen to something positive before you get your day started. And I swear to you, it would definitely change your mood. It would change your mindset. So get your mind right. Let's get your mind right. Like I said on my YouTube channel, get focused. Um, That's my new thing. Get focused. All right. And that's Whitney's uh, (laughs) positive focused corner of the session of the podcast. (laughs) 
<laughs> so yeah, so she does meditate, and I, I will not lie, I've seen a difference in terms of how her interactions with me. Um, now I don't really have a lot of patience. That's one thing I'm working on as a in a relationship. Wait, 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 wait. What? Can you say that again? Like I don't have a lot of patience. Wow, I'm glad you finally made it. No, I, I, I know myself. You no, know, you I, used to fight me. You used to fight me. I would tell you all the time. So you okay. tell me I don't have patience. And yes, so, I don't have all right, patience. So story time. I'm, this is my story time. How I met, how Whitney first moved in with me, right? <laughs> okay, so this but story. Wait, does this have to pertain to patience? Yes, it does pertain to patience. And I'm going to tie it all in. So guys, bear with me here as I go about this. So how, how Whitney Shout moved? out to Audrey. All right. So here's my story of how this transpired. So um, we've been dating for a while. And then Whitney came to, comes to me one day. Uh, we, you know, I think we we're at dinner. No, we weren't at dinner. We were just sitting down watching like a movie or something. And she, I, you know, told me that, hey, you know what? I wish it would be nice if we, you know, if we could live together or something like that. You know, something along that line. I, I can't remember exactly what the term was. And I was just like. Oh, yeah, that would be nice because, you know, in my head, I'm just like, yeah, now I'm got to wait for the booty. Now the booty going to be here every day. Oh, yeah, it's going to be on and popping. Mm-hmm. Clap them cheeks. Clap them cheeks. So anyways, I digest. So we set up a time where, you know, we were like, all right, you know what? We'll try it out. You could bring over some of your stuff. And then what we'll do is you could spend like a couple, maybe, you know, a couple weeks in a row here. And no, then that's- no, no, wait, wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Uh, Cause I already know where you're going, but I'm, I'm going to tie this all in. So, you know, it's like, Hey, you could come over, spend some time. Um, initially. So initially that was my plan. I was just like, you know, she could spend a couple weeks and then we'll see. Because at the time, like I said, I was used to always having my own. I was used to having my own space, you know, being able to, put things where I want them to go and I'll be happy knowing where everything is at. So anyways, uh, long story short, Whitney, the day, the moving day comes, right? And <laughs> moving day comes, Whitney's, she goes, Oh, Hey, I got, got my friend to help me bring over some of my stuff. I'm like, all right, no problem. I'm at the house. Don't worry. Just let me know when you're downstairs. I'll help you Come up. Uh, okay. bring some of the stuff up. No, I'm actually, I'm lying. She, her friend didn't help her the first day. The first day she got her, I believe it was her uncle's car, and she packed that full of her stuff and brought it over. No, no, no. Audrey helped me the, the first day. We, I had the car and Audrey's uh, uh, See what it I'm saying? Audrey's car. But wait, all right. So, yeah, so she had both cars. So she calls me. She goes, hey, babe, I'm downstairs. So I'm like, all right, I'm on my way down. And I come down. Now, I, I was on a three-flight <laughs> walk-up at the time. So it was three flights up. You had to walk it up, you know. Up the stairs to get to where I'm at. Mad but, tight. The stairs. And the stairs, yeah, the stairs were mad tight. So I, I come downstairs and I see both cars parked up and I'm looking and I'm like, whoa. Because the car that Whitney's driving is, it, I mean, it is packed to the brim with stuff. I'm like, holy shit. And then I look behind her and her friend's car is full of shit too. And I'm like, damn, she brought everything all at once. I'm like, whoa, that's impressive. I'm not freaking out because I knew, you know, as a female, she would have stuff wait, to wait, bring. Wait. Sorry, sorry. No, you were right. I did bring my aunt's car a separate day. So that time we you're talking about right now, it was, was with just your with Audrey. No, no, I was just with Audrey. It was, I was just in with Audrey's Audrey? car. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So if it's just with Audrey, then Audrey's car was packed. Yes. Full of shit. <laughs> so I assumed at that point, this was 
90 I said, yo, this has to be all, mostly all her stuff because I'm just like, that's a lot of shit. It literally took us like about an hour to unpack all, bring all that stuff up. Because like I said, I'm, 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 I'm mainly carrying most of the stuff up and, you know, I'm bringing it up and I'm at, at the time. So it's a bachelor pad. There's nothing in the living room. The living room is just empty space. Everyone is living in their rooms, right? So she brings all the stuff up. I'm just piling stuff up in the living room, like just dropping stuff. <laughs> and I'm looking, I'm just like, holy shit, she got a lot of shit. Like, goddamn, I didn't know her little room could have so much shit in it. So after she's all done, she's just, I'm just like, whoa, is that everything? <laughs> and I remember her face when she looked at me and she goes, no, no. So she had at least 20 boxes of shoes. It was, no, right? it no, actually let, was 40. No, hey, let me tell my story. She had like 20 boxes of shoes. And I looked, I said, yo, is this everything? And she dead looked in my face and said, no, I couldn't bring all my stuff. There's like some, a little bit of stuff left back there. And I was just like, oh, all right. Um, so she's like, yeah, I'm going to bring it back. You know, I'm going to bring it another day. So she, you know, so I said, all right, listen, you know, just leave this all right here. Like it's, it's late. I'm about to go take a shower. Let's go to sleep. And she's like, all right, no problem. No problem. So we go to sleep. So about two days later, <laughs> she called me. She goes, all right, I got a car. I'm going to bring the rest of the stuff over. And this girl pulls up and guys, when I tell you no lie, there was at least 40 pairs of fucking shoes. And these were not like in shoe boxes. She had these shit in plastic bins. So this was her way of frigging space saving and being like, oh, yeah, I'm efficient. You know, I, I, I keep her stuff organized. I'm like, where the fuck is she going with all this shit? I didn't have space for none of this shit. I did not. You know how she, and to this day, I swear on everything I love, she had this whole you shit planned you out. Up. You said I could do Because you know what she this girl did? Within a week of moving in, she did, took the <laughs> or, she had the audacity to go through my goddamn closet and talk about, oh, oh, we need to upgrade your wardrobe. All oh, this stuff is old. Nobody wears this stuff anymore. And start no throwing one, shit. So what no one wore that stuff, babe. You know it. Every, guys, everything he had was big and baggy like because this, that this was the look at the time two x shirts three x shirts he's freaking a large his pants were baggy he's he had and he i was he, comfortable pants, your pants what what length pants you used to get it doesn't matter it's no, about no, no. Comfort. tell them what length pants you used to get i got a 32 32 this boy is 62 he's getting a 32 his pants will be flooded i was like baby you can't like but you i to- was comfortable I was happy. I was in my happy place. Right? My thir- you know what? See- you know what? My 32 damn pants got your ass, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Them flooded ass pants got your punk ass over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Talking shit about my pants. They did. But let me tell you something. She, this girl had the audacity to go through my closet throwing shit out talking about, oh, no, you can't wear this. Oh, we going to upgrade you. We going to do. Yeah, we, I got you, baby. You know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fashionista. I got you. I got you. So literally, if I had 10 pairs of clothes in there, I'm down to three and a half pairs of clothes, three and a half pairs of clothes. So now my closet is just full of empty space. So I'm just like, all right, I guess, you know, I'm going to buy some new clothes or whatever, whatever. I go to work one day. I leave her ass in there. I come back. I go in my closet. All I see is black everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Wait, 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 guys. Let me tell you. So So I asked. No, I asked this man because. 
you know, he, he lived with his dad. Pop still lives with us right now. Um, my father-in-law, we call him Pop. It's a Jamaican thing. And uh, which we we should talk about on a podcast, like living with your in-laws if you can handle it. Um, but anyway, so he told me when I first met him. So I met him in September, right? December, I asked him. And I already knew guys I was marrying this man. So... I told you she had this whole shit planned out, but go ahead. (laughs) So in December, I told him, like, I asked him, like, what do you want for Christmas? And he said, oh, I need a belt. I need sweaters. I need a wallet. I need this and that. And I was like, okay. So because I was in love with this guy that barely knew, I, (laughs) you already know, I went out for this kid, bought him mad sweaters. Bought him a few belts, got him a, a wallet, basically everything he asked for on this damn list. And do you notice Mother Sucker did not even wear anything that I bought him? Did I? So that's when I realized like, oh, don't waste your money on myself. Get him the cheapest shit you could possibly get because he is not going to cherish the expensive stuff at all. So I was like, shit, this stuff. I upgraded you. You still ain't wearing it. Hell, I'm taking over this goddamn closet. And that's exactly what so, I did. So, you, you know what's crazy, right? See how she jumped ahead to try to, you know, tell y'all her side to make her look like she wasn't the crazy one in all of this? Now, let me tell y'all the, exactly how this whole shit went down. So, I come home. I look in my closet. I'm like, what the fuck? Whose shit is all this? She's like, oh, well... Since you had all this space in here, I just figured, you know, I'll, I'll just put some of my stuff in the back. You still got space for your st- Yo, I had like a quarter of my closet was my space all of us. And I'm just looking like. But you know what? The one thing I loved about this man, this was when he, before he married me, how he tricked me, guys. He may have been complaining, but he was complaining to himself. And he didn't even complain to me so i'm just now finding out about this stuff because i had ptsd i was in shock of dating (laughs) i was in fucking shock i couldn't believe this was happening i was just like i always used to hear about the shit on jenny jones and maury it can't be happening to me nah not not big marcel you know it's not big m dollars projects over here your dad even your dad was like because all my shit Guys, all my shit took over their living room because they had no living room. They had no TV, no couch, nothing. Because, again, we, okay, again, we were guys. We lived in our rooms. I had my TV. I had my closet. I didn't really need to, we didn't, I didn't need a living room. Like, if the fellas came over, we would just kick it, talk shit, and then everybody get out. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like a hangout spot because we just moved. But anyways, so back to my story. So she's in there. She done took over my closet, threw all her shit in there. And now my brain is racking. Now my mind is going crazy. I'm like, no, no. But I'm, you know, I'm trying to be a nice person. You know, I don't want to, don't want to go all Jamaican, full blooded Jamaican on her. So I'm just saying, all right, cool. She promised that she was going to help me, you know, replenish my supplies. So I said, fine, let me see what she do. So Christmas came around. It was around Christmas. She says, oh yeah, I got you some nice stuff. Baby, you're going to love it. And I'm 
Guys, let me tell you something. When I open up all these presents and I saw this clothes, this all these clothes is basically shit Carlton will wear from Will Smith. <laughs> she wanted me to look preppy out here. I said, who the fuck is wearing these short ass? The damn pants was pum pum pants for men. No, it, no, it was they bullshit. Were. It was pum pum shorts. No, they were. They were pum pum shorts for men. Guys, them shits was riding up my thighs every time I walked. I was like, who's wearing this? Then she bought me like some fucking sweaters that he threw over the shoulder she was like oh just tie it in front of you and wear Marcel, it with a t-shirt and you, you would look nice I did not Yo, tell you that. when i tell you, you she had me out here looking like a white boy who was going to fucking a golf club i was just <laughs> like yeah you're Odin. I can't wear this. She's like, trust me, just believe in me. Believe in I my look. I did not. I did not. Have and you that is why I never wore none of her shit shoulder. because at that time, I was still, you know, I was like, yo, this, this is not a black man look. Like, this is not how we dress. Like, where you so, from? So, no, no, guys, let me but, tell you, know, you. At the time, I didn't, re- I didn't realize let me the kind you. of person that I was dating that let I was now falling for. She was not the, you know, ghetto fab chick that I thought she was. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Let me tell you. Mm-mm. Let you know, me tell you. She used to talk guys. about, oh, I go to Marshalls and I go to teach. Mm-mm. It was a setup. It was a setup. Let me tell you guys. This guy is putting 10 on a five. Okay. Doing way too much. I did. What he would tell me is, so his nice way, because he was nice back then. I would just be like, so maybe I would go and buy him clothes or try to get him clothes. And then eventually he would just be like, stop dressing me like a white boy. Stop dressing me like a white boy. Dress me like a thug. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want no tight shit. Dress me like a thug. And I'm like, oh God. I thought, I thought, and this is, here we go again. And it's sad that I have to say, not being racist, but I'm not being racist. Um, how Marcel got me is I wanted to make sure whoever I dated, they'll be able to handle any culture. So in Marcel's picture on Tinder, he had two pictures of him with Caucasian people smiling. So I'm like, oh, cool. He is a black guy who likes to dress preppy. He likes to, he's not a thug. He's not a horrible Jamaican. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, not that. You know, I said that the wrong way. Go on with the foolishness he's today. Not, go on. not a horrible Jamaican. That's not what I meant to say. He's not a lover. A woman lover. Not a woman lover. Me I mean, like me love pum show, pum. I way I talk about. Share your love with everyone, Marcel. Oh, you mean me? I must share the yo, must share the body with everybody. Everybody forget it. Oh, you talk about. Yo, man for have enough girl. Oh God. Yo, yeah. every girl for have the but, body. But go on. So go on, when go I on, saw the picture, I was like, okay, good. He he dresses preppy. He doesn't dress like a thug. And then and for- I like she I tell come nothing about me preppy. Nothing about me was preppy. You like you like the transition? <laughs> but nothing about me was preppy. So I don't know what she's talking about. She saw a picture of me. We went to a car uh so my old job before I worked where I'm at now, uh we used to go down into the city and do karaoke. So we went to a dive bar. Then they had like a karaoke spot down in the basement. 
So we were down there. And of course, in in the city, you go down there, you know, and everybody's in. It was a mixture. It was like you had some black people. You had some Irish people. You had people from Australia. So the people she saw me in the picture with was from Australia. And funny enough, we was rapping Biggie in there. So I was on stage. We was doing uh, the bad boys um, all about the Benjamins. And we was rapping. We was doing karaoke to it. And they jumped up on stage and they was rapping along. They didn't say the N-word, though. Whenever they got to that part, they kind of just shut up and let me say it. Smart. They were smart. But so, so you know, friends took pictures of that. And I was just like, oh, this is a cool picture. My impression of it was I can have fun. So I'm going to show them that I can have fun. <laughs> this is me having fun. Her ass took it as, oh, he loves white people just like me. Oh, my God. He's perfect. I'm going to dress him like a white boy. That was her thing. She wanted me to dress like the white boys in the city. I'm and not going to say that not a white boy dressing in the city. I just wanted you to have swag, man. Not that was not swag. swag. That was prep. I, so no, I got no, no, mad no. at I didn't her want and I straight have... told her, I said, listen, I want you to dress me like I'm, I'm on a hip hop video on BT. Stop this bullshit. Get me some goddamn clothes. So guess what? That's why that boy got, he probably got like six tech suits because <laughs> now he don't want me to dress him like the freaking preppy boy. I dressed him like the uh, what's that called? The um, the drug dealer on the corner. Got him all the tech suits. And now I felt comfortable. I was like, oh, I'm in my element now. Now I could walk outside and I blend right in. I don't stand out like a mark. Hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she took over my life. She, she changed up my try to change up my whole wardrobe. And this is this has been her mode mo ever since. Yeah. Whenever. Whenever she needs space for her shit, she goes into my closet and starts telling me, oh, all this stuff is out of style, baby. You need to throw it away. You need to throw mm. it away. And as soon as I see hangers start vanishing, all of a sudden I have jackets in there I don't even own. I can't even fit. And I get a fucking vanity. I get a dresser. Has five fucking drawers in there. And two of her, two of them is full of her <laughs> shit. This is, the, this is the shit I deal with. She, she can't even talk. This is the type of shit I deal with. I'm going through hell. I need help. Send help, please. <laughs> well, since you started speaking in Jamaican, I have another thing to talk to you about. What? Or talk to what our listeners about. Go ahead. So, as you can tell, Marcel M. Dollars, fake baller, is um, Jamaican. Matt underscore Jamaican. Matt underscore Jamaican. And we eat from the Jamaican restaurant. Probably, I would say, at least once a week. But bye-bye. If my husband knew how to cook Jamaican food, we probably wouldn't have to go to the restaurant. Hold on, hold on. You're gone too far, no, Biggs. You're gone too far, no, Biggs. Take the what and left the what? Anyway, so we eat Jamaican food at least once a week, right? So every time I called myself doing a great wifely deed, Right. You know, if you're married, you know what those deeds are. Call your husband, ask him. You're about to get yourself something to eat. So you ask him, does he want something to eat or does he want you to pick him, pick you up? Or do you want or does he want you to pick him up something to eat? So I'm doing my wifely duties, my wifely deed. And I call Marcel and I'm like, hey, babe. So I'm in the area, you know. White Plains, that's our old stomping ground. 
White Plains Road, number two line, train station. Big up yourself. Big oh. up yourself. Oh. So I'm over there. We're at our place. We're, uh, I can't. So that's another thing, guys. If you haven't had Jamaican food, and I had to learn this from Marcel because I, it, believe it or not, I had been here for, what, six years. I never had Jamaican food until I met my husband. Idiot. So he taught me you can only get certain items for certain restaurants so we specifically go to one restaurant for the oxtails we specifically go to one restaurant for jerk chicken we specifically go to one restaurant for curry goat yes each restaurant has their own specialty that's the only way to do it because all them cook the food and the same way them cook the food in a a different different restaurant you know so you can go to oxtail place and the axe deal good. You say, yeah, man, this had that man like this right here. So, but no, you go back at the next time. No, you say, yo, big man, let me get a piece of jerk chicken there right now with rice and peas and some vegetable. And the jerk chicken come back and it just dry, dry like dry. dust. And you no, know, so you can't do that. So after a while, now you learn, say, boy, yo, if you want jerk chicken, you go over there. So if you want axe deal, you go down there. So if you want anything else, you go around the corner. You see me? I say, so you have to do it like that. You see. And make sure so everything crisp and nice, cause. I'm going to eat that I go one place and now nah, nah, switch up the place. You see what I say? All right, go on with your story. Sorry, my team, my team. Go on there. Yeah, so um, I call him. Hey, babe, what, what would you like to eat? I'm in the, I'm at, I'm by the Jamaican restaurant for a jerk chicken. Our jerk chicken spot. Oh, so you're there, our jerk chicken spot where we normally get our <laughs> jerk chicken from. Yes, yes? All right, it's they're right, our so jerk chicken spot. So he was like, yeah, get me. Go ahead and tell me what so you want. So normally my do. order is, yo, I want a medium jerk chicken. I want my rice and, and Wait, peas. wait, wait, guys. By the way, when he tells me his order, right? And it's the same order. I don't know why I can't remember it. But when he tells me his order, he always tends to speak to me in Jamaican. He doesn't try to talk. He doesn't talk in English. He starts speaking as Patois, uh, Patois right? right? Yes, yeah, yeah, I'm calling it Patois. Patois is broken the... English, okay? Patois. Patois is the correct pronunciation. Patois. Patois. He starts speaking Patois to me only when he's ready to order. All right. So go ahead. Put yeah, your so, order in. So yes, people. Yes. When when when, yeah, when, when, when we are taught Jamaican, you know, the, the American people in my life, we call it Patois. Down in Jamaica, we call it Patois. I would just, be, yes, I regular talk where I talk to you. you know? So anyways, me, not my normal order now, me tell her, I say, yo, my one one jerk chicken, medium jerk chicken, rice and peas. Vegetable. I want oxtail gravy on my rice. I want oxtail gravy on my chicken. I want my chicken just dry so. Now, everybody, I say, wait a you not get jerk, You not get jerk sauce on your chicken? No. I'm going to like the pepper. Yes, I am Jamaican, but me don't like pepper. Me not eat pepper. Me not do pepper. <laughs> so don't put no kind of jerk sauce on my chicken. Me dash it in your face. <laughs> so me tell her, I say, yo, tell them, say, put oxtail gravy on everything because that they know that kind of mice not the food, you know, you know. And you know, they, they choke on your chicken and you have to drink juice and all of that. No, they actually do that for mice in it. So that mice in it up and then no, you can't eat it. So, you know, I say, all right, then since you're right, so just go in and tell, give them the order. No, in I'm editing, I'm going to tell her, I'm both to tell her, say, yo, before you give her the order, call me so me can't talk to the lady and make sure you know, boy, it's a real Jamaican man wanting food. Oh, so don't no, give no, her no, no idiot no. business. No, don't even try No, to... no, no. Well, I know what me just said. Me just said, me the, in I'm head, me to say that. Me never send me up yeah. me, you me never, never said me, me never said me call you. Me say it again, a, say it in your what? 
in my head, I thought about that, but I didn't do it because I said it can't be that difficult to order food. Right. So go on, though. You're dating at a restaurant. No, you're both. Go on. Tell, tell the story. So as I go in, I place the order because he texts me the order. I said, go ahead, text me because I want to make sure everything's right. Gosh, you can't remember nothing. So he texts me. So I go in and I tell him, I need rice and peas, peas and rice, whatever. I start reading off the damn list, okay? Mind you, my cousin and I are also getting a plate. Yo, shout out to Lucky. Big up yourself, Lucky. Big up yourself, Lucky. Um, Where they're getting a plate. So we're about to drop bread with them, right? So it's three ladies. Now, mind you, Jamaican women, and then nothing against Jamaican women. Yeah, yo, watch what I said with my mother. Go on. I love them. Said, Go on. Watch yourself knowing them. I look behind you. they are very, what Marcel would say. They're very nice ladies, okay? They're very nice, but they might have a little, you know, little attitude about them, you know. I know nothing about her, but nothing I just saw them bad, But if they don't really know you, they're not, they're not like free, friendly Californian people, okay? Oh, we come from the gully. You see so, me? Most people, when I'm with Marcel, they'll start speaking patois to me because they just assume that I'm Jamaican. Because normally them tell boy, if it's a Jamaican, a handsome Jamaican man like that, it must have a nice Jamaican woman with him. But they don't understand that I know. It's the Amer- uh, Marcel speaks very American. His cousins tease him. They say he sounds very American because he doesn't really speak patois. I always ask him, a lot to like speak it especially to Bryce like I want to know how to speak because of situations like this but he just seems not to do it so I just I'm learning as I go I guess I keep telling him Bryce needs to hear it now it's easier to talk about it talk it talk to him in Patois now than try to teach him when he's older but anywho a lot of people don't understand that I can really understand it now. And I can understand someone who is has a strong Patois accent compared to someone like Marcel. If you really listen to Marcel, you can actually... No, listen, hold on. We're not talking about my accent. Okay, talk about, what, the, talk about ta- the story in the morning. We have yeah, we, we well, come, so, come talk about okay, my sorry, accent. Sorry. Talk about so the story. So the whole point of me saying this is the ladies didn't know I, I knew that they were talking about my ass. <laughs> and so they were sitting there. Eventually, they're just talking regular. I'm waiting for the food. The lady comes back with one plate. And I go, no, miss. I said, I wanted two. She goes, oh, okay. And so she starts talking to the lady about how all these Americans, they come up in the restaurant and order our food. That's just it for real? Yes. And go on. These Americans come in our restaurant and ordering our food. and They suck them tooth. No, suck them teeth. No, suck, suck tooth. Oh. Suck them teeth. So, suck them teeth. Anyway, so, make the long story short, we get our food. That was the driest chicken I've ever gotten from that place. And that's all because this was my first time in literally four years going into the restaurant and getting myself. Normally, Marcel goes in and gets it, and he talks clearly. I talk to them. But because I'm American 
And because I am, I guess, eating their food or whatever, they gave my ass some dry fucking chicken. So I was tight because I couldn't eat that chicken. It was so dry. It feels and safe. then I took, so I tell Marcel, Marcel, we sit down, right? We eating me, Lucky, Marcel, and Marcel goes like, damn, this chicken. <laughs> damn, they, this chicken's so I, dry. Okay, so I, because I've never had dry chicken from them before. Like, normally the chicken is always pretty good. So I'm just like, how is it that the one time I send your black ass over there to go get some food, you come back with this dry, dusty chicken that don't even have no oxtail gravy upon it? And I, and I specifically looked back at the text and I said, I could have sworn I told her big head self, give me some oxtail gravy. So she's like, they don't like me. They were talking about me and it's because that I'm, I'm American and, you know, they don't like Americans. And I said, but I've seen plenty of Americans come in there and get their food. So what? But you, you know what the problem with Whitney is this, right? Whitney will place the order, then she don't look. She just start doing, texting, whatever. She's not looking at them prepared Because the what am I supposed to do? I didn't know I because was supposed to look. you actually have the, you actually could tell them, I don't want that piece of chicken. Can you get me another a, oh, a nicer please. piece of chicken? How but, that? you know, again, I, 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 it's not that I expect her to do that, but, you know, it, it, it was just a shock to me. So I was just like, wow. So then now, maybe a week later, we went back and I went in there and I was just <laughs> like, I, I, plus, I don't talk Jamaican to them. I just be like, you know, Actually, I'm lying. Okay, I do speak you, you so much Jamaican. Jamaican. But anyways, I asked, I, I bought the food and it comes out and it's good. And good. I'm just like, no oh, shit, maybe she has, she does have a point to that. No so, issue. You know, they don't like you. And guess what? <laughs> We're not going to try to see if I have a point because I don't want no fucking She don't ever want to go back in there and do it again. I don't know, man. Like, that's, I, I that's keep telling wrong. Whitney, Whitney's the black sheep of her family. I really believe that. <laughs> Everything that could happen happens to Whitney. It just makes no sense to me. <laughs> Her luck is just out of control. <laughs> so um, that brings me to one point that I want to talk. I know we mentioned that, you know, the, the restaurant was on White Plains Road, the number two line. Mm -hmm. So with this whole Corona thing mm -hmm. and you're, you being the black sheep of everything, you have a tendency to attract crazy motherfuckers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whenever she's on the train, with, for some strange reason, crazy wrote just gravitates towards her for mm -hmm. no reason at all. So I have three rules that I live by on the train. You follow these three rules. If you ever come visit New York and you're on the train, you always remember these three rules. If you remember them, you're going to be fine. No one is going to mess with you. You're going to have a good time. Rule number one, never make eye contact ever. Don't look at nobody in the face. Don't look nobody in the eyes, especially if you're a female. You look one of these dudes in the face. Oh, that's you. You're asking for the invitation for them to come talk to you. Don't ever do that. Rule number two, mind your damn business. You get off the train and you see somebody getting beat up. Just just walk. Just keep walking. Pretend you don't even see it happening. You can see somebody getting stabbed. Just keep walking. Pretend you never see it happening. See a lady getting punched in the face. Hmm, that looks bad. Keep walking. Rule number three. Don't be a hero. Don't be that person trying to go break up fights. Don't be the idiot talking about, wait, I can save her. No, you're not that person. You want to be a hero? Take a walk, call the police. The reason why I'm saying this, Harlem, 125th Street, a gentleman tried to break up a fight. And you know what happened? The price of people he's trying to break up turned around and pushed him on the tracks and he got hit by the train. Yeah. Do not get involved with none of this crazy shit, man. Avoid 
So Whitney had, you know, and when I met Whitney, Whitney would always do this. She would be looking at crazy people. She, she'd always make an eye contact. I used to just be like, yeah, you can't just don't, don't do that. Please avoid, avoid, avoid. And well, guess what? Because of COVID, I'm not looking at anybody. Yeah. So I'm grateful I'm about that. I'm not attracting crazies. Well, I'm still attracting them. I'm still them, attracting but them, but I'm they not, find like, you regardless. I'm not tending to. Th- yeah. I'm not she's learned. To she she learned. has learned. And I'm grateful for that. So, yeah. But those are my three rules. I know we talked about the train uh, last episode. So I just want to give you guys my three rules that I have that I live by. Spe- speaking of your rules that you live by. Should these rules. Go on travel like for the planes, because, you know, now that we're in phase three, speak, we're in phase three. Oh, you're right. A uh, COVID for right? New York, right? Yeah. yeah. And everyone else is struggling throughout the world. Hmm. Right. But um, airlines are starting to, well, for a while, they're starting to put their planes back to full capacity. Oh, yeah. They losing money. Yeah. So, you know, they don't yeah. care. So do what should be what are your rules now on the plane for planes? Yeah. OK, so my rules for plane travel is similar to then, my rules. And then because I don't know if we should give Delta a shout out like Delta is. No, we're not giving nobody no shout out. Delta we're just going to call them dude. Du- no, dude. Can't say dude. Can't say, all right. All right, but all right. Delta. Let's call them. Uh, Delta is screwing us over right now. Yeah. Right. Because we had mad credit with them. We had to cancel so many trips because of COVID. And now they're trying to make us spend our money, buy tickets by the end of this year. So that's what I'm saying. Like, do you feel like it's right for these airlines to be forcing us to buy plane tickets when it's still a pandemic out here? Yeah, so uh, what she's referring to, guys, is that we had uh, tickets from 2019 that we were supposed to fly back to see her family in California. Uh, We canceled it. And uh, basically, I believe they gave us until July of this year to use the tickets. Now, obviously, we're going through Corona. So we called them up uh, maybe last week and I told them, you know, hey, you know what? Uh, Due to the pandemic, uh, we don't plan on actually traveling anytime soon. Now, these tickets expire on the 27th. I would like if you guys can give us an extension as to what, um, you know, give us an extension on this. So went back and forth with them and the best they could get, they said was, oh, well, you know what? We'll give you until the December to get it done. If you can't. So I'm like, what happens after December? Nobody can answer me. They're just like, well, you know, if you can't travel, then just give us a call back. We'll do it on a case by case basis. I think that's bullshit. Listen, if y'all are losing money, that's on y'all. I shouldn't be paying the price for that because of a pandemic. Obviously, it's credit. Where else am I going to spend it but right. with you? You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to use it regardless. If you want to make me a happy customer, just extend it for another year. Like, yep. I'm, I'm still, I'm not saying that I'm going to give me a full refund back to my cart. So, yeah, I think that's very assholeish of them. And fuck you, Delta. Yeah, fuck you, Delta. Fuck you. But, but so. Yeah, my are, rules. Are we. So do you suggest people to be flying right now? Um, Unless it's absolutely necessary. Let's be honest. There's, there's really no need for people to be flying. Going Price for trips or nothing like that. Here. You don't need none of that, man. We need unless to get it's out of here. Actually for your job and your job is doing it or something like that, that is mandatory. Stay home. Be smart. Like, you know, we're not over this yet. People are still dying from this. 
Uh, I know the South now is getting their turn on it. So just be smart and not take t- take risk. It's, it's not worth it. Life is too short to be taking stupid risks. So, yeah, um, well, my rules is, Bri- yeah, that's my rule for, for flights. Stay home. Well, I guess Bryce and I won't be going anywhere. Um, I mean, listen, like I said, it's like California is definitely they're spiking again. Mm-hmm. And we, we will have to do the antibody test. We still have. I think. Bryce should be able to do it as well. Get some blood. I don't know if they can do it with a baby. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know if they could. I don't know if he has veins like that yet. I mean, I know he has veins. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they could draw blood. But yeah, we need to do the antibody test. If it says that we already have antibodies, then hey, fuck it. Go travel. Because yeah. that means we're, that we're somewhat good. Trust. The virus is real, guys. Marcel definitely, even though our results came back saying we didn't have it. Twice, we we went. We think we did. We think we, we had did all the symptoms because we had all the symptoms minus the coughs. I think. No, I had the cough. You so had the yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever bronchitis. Yeah, whatever. Whitney had like the coughs and the what the, the chills. No, no, babe. What did Lord, you have? Your memory's going. Yeah, what did you have? So I had diarrhea. I know TMI, guys. I had the cough. I was super tired and I didn't really have an appetite. Yeah. And I think every other symptom I had, because I yeah, had and no he appetite. He had the opposite. Like I he had, had no most, appetite. Yeah, I no had no appetite, taste. No taste. I had the chills. The chills. I had the fever. He couldn't breathe. He had the fever. And I had like a shortness of breath, breath if I was yeah. like doing like exercises or going upstairs. And then so it got so bad, guys, that we had to actually take him to the hospital and when they checked him this is in the beginning of the virus so the tests really weren't legit um he came back they it came back saying that he had walking pneumonia so he actually had to stay in the hospital a little bit longer yeah i had Um, pneumonia in my lungs but yeah that i don't wish that on anybody so basically it was two adults sick with at the time bryce was four months a four-month-old baby. Yeah, and he had like a mild cold. And he cold. had a mild cold. Bryce was I sick I think too. that was his version of it, was yeah. just that mild cold. It didn't really hit him as badly as it might have hit anyone else. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we, 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 I say we definitely need to, we're, we're going to do that test. Before we fly anywhere, I think that's something that we definitely need to do just to make sure that we are safe. Um, Anything else you'd like to discuss? Uh, Yeah, I have, I guess I'll have I have a few things, but I'm going to just do, I'm going to choose. Well, we already had 4th of July. Yeah. Weekend. So that was pretty. That was fun. That was Bryce's first. He got to saw some fireworks. You know how big I am on 4th of July. It's it's crazy because I don't really celebrate the day. Uh I never really celebrate the day. I've always just wanted to watch the fireworks. And be around people. I never really saw. Yeah, you always want to be around people. Yeah. Uh. Independence Day, which is. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Our, our new 4th of July will be Juneteenth. That's yeah. when we'll do. Our, that's going to be our, that's our independence thing. celebration. But it was cool because we got to. You guys got to light the fireworks. Light up some fireworks. For the, which for the kids. I don't think they're going to be doing that too much. Like selling fireworks yeah, like this that. This year was ridiculous, ridiculous in New York. People. Like my cousin and Marcel said, 
that the prices were so low. That's why you heard so much being popped off this year. But normally, I remember my ex when he went um, and bought fireworks. Yo, that man dropped money for a little bit of fireworks in Louisiana. So I'm thinking these people drop thousands of dollars. But then in my head, I'm like, where are people getting thousands of dollars? No one's really working. So, yeah. yeah. I, I assumed it was because the stimulus the stimulus and plus the COVID thing. Yeah. Um, you know, they probably lowered the price to get people in. They so people were going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yo, know, they started letting off fireworks up here maybe almost a month before. Yeah. In they June, were, they were going crazy with the shit. Yeah. It's funny because I was just telling my cousin. So, you know, well, guys, I was at my cousin's house last night. And he's the one. I think Chris is, what, 22, 23, 21? I don't know. He's early 20s. He's the one who bought the fireworks from Philly. And he was saying that he had he still had mad fireworks. He actually didn't have the ones that he gave us. He had the ones that really shoot up high. There was Those were left in the house still? He still has them. Oh, and shit. And I was like, I thought he took those with him to, to fire them off. I said, why don't you fire them off? He was like, oh, I'm going to do them later on. I'm like, Fourth of July is over, homie. You might as well say, can you save those for next year? Like, can you yeah. use? And honestly, I feel like yeah, if you start letting those off, somebody going to call the cops so on I your said, ass. So I said, dude, like, no one, if you notice, no one's popping off fireworks. And it's crazy. Weeks before, every night. Pop, mm-hmm. pop, pop, Like pop, clockwork. Pop, pop. Them shits was going on until three in the morning. After? You don't hear nothing. So after I said this, literally five minutes later on his block, pop, 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 pop. So I'm thinking it's Christian out there letting off the uh, the fireworks. Next thing you know, because Lucky got the baby, right? Yeah. Next thing you know, I hear Lucky say, hey, cut that shit out over there. Cut that shit out. Wow. <laughs> so somebody and, was, someone else was letting them out. So Christian comes out the bathroom. He goes, See what I tell you. See what I tell you. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, because I still, I, still, I still think people have a ton of them shits left over. I think. And so he said he's going to go out there. And I, in my head, I'm thinking where? like on his block. Auntie said that block was lit. They, She said that was the most fireworks she's ever seen. And they've been over there for about six years. She said it was so many fireworks, so many people out. She was like, and she doesn't like Fourth of July. Yeah. And it was just a lot of people and a lot of fireworks. And so when I heard Lucky yell it out, I'm like, damn, Lucky. Then Christian goes, you sound like an old lady. And she did sound like an old lady. Oh, my God. Telling her, telling people to cut that out. But I, in my head, I'm thinking like, Christian, it'll be your luck. You go out there, light it off. Do you forget that you are black? You're an African-American young boy lighting off fireworks that have already passed. The day has already passed. Are you trying to have your life or you're not? Because that I just wouldn't try to set myself up in a situation like that. Yeah. And it'll be your luck. Someone complains or something happens because you're out there firing fireworks past the date and you're African-American. Like, come on, use your brain. Yeah, that, that, you know, given the climate right now, that's like setting yourself up for a recipe for disaster. Because if someone call the cops, they show up and they're having a bad day, you know, it, 
it, it could turn ugly and I would not never want to hear that situation happening. So I definitely, uh, I definitely agree with that, but I, yeah, it was, it was crazy. We had a, it, we had a blast. Basically, if you can't see Macy's fireworks, you all you had to do was walk outside and these dudes had this, this same fireworks Macy had or better. Yeah. They had everything. I was like, holy shit. This was this was fun. Yeah. So this was definitely a good uh, Fourth of July. And um, then I have one. I have two more. Things. No, no, no. Keep going. Yeah, so my next one is the Smiths. The Smith. Oh, my God. There's a lot going on in that family right now. Dude. So Jaden Smith is very sick. He's basically dying. Did you know Ooh. that? The son, Jaden Smith. Wait, wait. Jaden, the son is... Di- wait, go ahead. Let yes. me hear this tea. So Jaden Smith, he is a vegetarian. He took this on about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And it actually is killing him because it's it's he needs protein. He needs meat because... Him being so clean is actually like literally killing him. Really? And Wait, is this? That's um, why. And on top of that, not only, well, they're saying he's having health stories through that. I mean, health issues through that. But he also is gay. Did you know that? Wait, where are you getting this from? Seriously? Yes. Jaden Smith is gay. Us Weekly. Do you feel like that's real? Uh, I mean, I, well. So apparently a lot of, he's been sick like this. I didn't know this because I don't really pay attention to him like that. Um, Apparently he has been sick for a while. And a lot of, a lot of his fans have been talking about like, hey, you look very sickly. Like you need to fix yourself. Like let's get it together. All this stuff. And yeah, they he they're just trying to Will and Jada are just really trying to stay positive about it and um hope that he gets better. But yeah, he's definitely because of him being vegan, it's literally eating his body. All right. Well, I didn't know that wow, yeah, that's news to me. I knew he joked about the whole gay shit. I know he was saying, like, back in the day, him and Tyler, Tyler the creator were, but that was just a joke. That, you know, yeah, they came, so they both came out like, and said, nah, that's not real. So, the the gay rumors, I didn't know about, but the, the diet thing, that's news. I And it's weird, because I didn't hear, well, I haven't been following all the publications out there, but, I mean, if that's the case, then, you know, get well, young king, because I know everybody's doing all these these different diets and stuff, but you still got to be able to take care of yourself and, you know, get the proper nutrition. So hopefully he sorts that out. But I thought you were going with this was. So then that's why I said there's a lot happening with the Smiths because. And I I have some conspiracy theories on that, but I'm going to let you I'm going to let you go ahead. Go ahead. Break, break the news. Break the news. Break the news. So as everyone already knows, Jada and August. Are. I guess a couple like August Alcina, right? The rapper. Yes. Yeah. Like Will, let's be honest. Will and Jada have been married for a mad long, right? There, people are always talking about their marriage. Mm-hmm. It has people have said they were swingers. They have an open marriage. All this stuff was. Now, they've been married for how many years now? Do you know? Uh, I think it's been almost i think it's been over uh, at least over 15 years 
at least yeah, no, minimal. Because the kids are tw- like 20 something, yeah, right? So it's been 19 over at least 15 and 22. Years. Yeah. So they have. It's been a minute. They have been going, they have been together for 23 years. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And they never had someone coming out claiming one of them until now. Right? Because they they pretty much had the same, they've had an open relationship, I feel like, for the 20, at least, what, the kids are, how many, uh, three years apart? For at least three years. All right. Can I can I give my conspiracy theory on this? Go ahead. Shoot. So here's my theory on what's happening here, right? So the rumor is that Olga Salsina and Jada had a relationship and she broke it off and broke his heart. Hmm. Right. And he was all in his feelings and he came out and, you know, uh, exposed it. Now, I think what now Jada's always been given been given the vibes that, yo, I do what I want in my relationship. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you're not, I'm not just beholden to one person, whatever. Because I think uh, even on her show or she was on an interview and they were talking about relationships and she was just like, listen, I'm married to you. You ain't going nowhere. You know, Mm -hmm. you might be in one part of the house with one person. I might be in one part of the house with another person, but we still together. Mm -hmm. You know, and that kind of said it. I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, they doing their thing. And I get it. Yo, you guys are rich been together for so many years and i know she knows that he goes out and does his thing and i guess you know he's just like you know i'll make it fair you go out you could do your thing too but don't bring it back and let it you know don't let it come out in public and kind of embarrass us and i think this right here is the embarrassment that you know he's always trying to avoid because right now it looks crazy like yo man will you got dude over here smashing your wife and you cool with it because he was like, yo, I met Will. I, I told him about it. And he was like, good. But see, I need to hear the full, like the full conversation of him. It was Angela. Angela. Uh, oh. Angela Yee? A- Angela Yee. I couldn't yeah, on the it. Breakfast Club. On yes. the Breakfast Club, right? So, but it's crazy. I actually did hear it. He didn't fully admit that he's smashing Jada. He didn't say it. What he said? He didn't say, like, yeah, I'm smashing him. I'm beating them cheeks. I'm beating yeah, them cheeks. Yeah, but you see some of them pictures they was posting? Like, listen, some of them pictures, you don't post them pictures unless you, like, really. There was a few couple pictures floating around where you just looking like, wow, nah, he's smashing that because they were just too up on each other. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. like, and one of some of them pictures look like that was like the morning after pictures. Yeah. Where you smiling and just happy that, yo, you had a good night type shit. But I'm not mad at them. Yo, you you get a, you know, if you, if you, if, if it works for you guys with open relationship, hey, by all means. But I don't think an open relationship ever works. I don't think. So you're works. not a fan of that. And don't get no fucking ideas. Oh, sorry. Okay. No, right. I'm not a fan of it. Because guess what's going to happen? I feel like you sometimes you fall in love with or you start falling for the person that you're not actually married to or you you're with 24 seven and it's just going to cause issues. All right. Let me ask you this question. Do you believe a person can love two people at the same time? Yes, you can. Yes. So then how are you against an open relationship? 
because it just causes trouble. But okay, because all right, so you're you you're with the idea that you can love. So basically, you're telling me no. When I say love people, I mean like romantically love two people at the same time. Yeah, because you you're loving them. Everyone has flaws. Everyone has a flaw with them. Okay. So I'm saying yes, because you fall in love with all the positive qualities Mm -hmm. of each person. No, no. Each person. I'm saying romantically. But that's what I'm saying. Yes, you can, because you fall in love with person number one qualities. And then you fall in love with person number two's qualities because person number one doesn't have that. So you're cool with, you know, this one person having sex and having romantic. But see, no, no, no. I said, you asked me, could they, could you love more than two people? I said. I said romantically. That that was the key word I dropped in there because I, I knew where you might go with it. That's why I said, can you romantically love two people? at the same? romantically involves the whole sex thing. Yep. You can. I can, but I, yes, people can. Oh, but you can't. No. No. Okay. No. That's why I never made it to being a thought. <laughs> Do I even say but thought we, now? But yeah, I think that's still a word. But being a thought is not about loving nobody. Just, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I get a. You get attached. I get attached. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's why you're here, huh? You got yeah. attached. Yeah. I was slapping and them cheeks I'm up in your ass, kink. Yeah. Now you're just chasing me around for the deal. <clears throat> Anyways. So, all right. Well, like I said, I, f- I feel that they're in an open relationship. I think it works for them mm-hmm. because given the, 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 the family that they have, they're very, you know, I, I think I, I, I got to be careful how I say this because I got to go to sleep later tonight. But I think that <clears throat> open relationships are good in certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. If for for instance, okay, so say me and you are married. We've been married for 10, 15 years, and mm-hmm. the spark is starting to die, right? And you, you could see it, you could sense it, like, oh, you know, he doesn't really, he's not look, he doesn't have that mm, about him, him. yeah. So and his friend you, don't have that. Yeah, exactly. So now you can try friend. to go the open relationship route and say, you know, let's let's kind of add a little spark back in the relationship, see where it goes. Now, yes, you're taking a risk, cause but. The risk is that, yo, you know what, this person might leave me. But then I think at that point, you're not really leaving. I think the open relationship is just there just to kind of add another element into the relationship to kind of keep it going. But you still love your love your wife or your spouse dearly. I think it can work. And I think that's exactly what they're having. You know, it, it for them is just, you know, you do what you do on the side, but just don't bring it back to embarrass the household. Mm. And I think for her, she fucked up with him. And she says she's going to address it on her little red table talk show. I know. But that's because she, she's trying to get them views in. Yeah. Well, yeah, true. But, you and know, I it, think her show is doing pretty well. Yeah. I know. Will, I know. Will is just I know he must have had some good talks with her. Like, hey, what the fuck, man? I, I told you don't bring this shit back to the house. Like you do your shit over yeah. on the West Wing. But, you know, the another thing, too, Will's not really talking about it. But that's what I'm saying, because he did. He's like, yo, we already me and her already have a discussion. They have their understanding. Yeah. It's for her to clear it up and sort it out. So, you know, I'm not, I, I get it. I, I, I'd i love to hear her um her take on it. But 
from what I'm understanding, I, I think it works. I'm I'm for open relationships, you know. You never know. It it, it works. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, listen, man, it's kinda late. I think we're gonna wrap it up right here. Yep. This has been good. We had we had some good discussions in this one. Make sure you get the editing done so it actually gets published this time. You listen, I'm gonna actually take this with me to work and um <laughs> on my lunch break i'm gonna try to do at least a good 30 minutes of editing on this hopefully we can get it done but trust me guys i'm definitely gonna try to get this out to you as promptly as possible i know people are trying to find me on other um other platforms as well i'm just waiting to be approved by them so that's the delay on that yeah and due to covid they're telling you know their response is that listen it's taking a long while people are working from home and it's not the office structure that they're normally used to. So it's going to take a little while for us to get approved on a lot of platforms. There's a long delay and a lot of other people who are trying to come out with podcasts are complaining about it as well. So for the time being, the link that, you know, we send out with the podcast, that's where you can listen to it at the moment, but eventually we'll be on all the platforms and you can go back to listen to your regular uh, streaming platforms. Yep. All right. So once again, definitely like to thank you all for tuning in to the podcasting with Bay. That's right. You know, it's definitely been a pleasure. Um, uh, babe, tell them where you can they can find you on social media. They can find me at Whitney Green Co. or Miss Wit eighty six, and that's MZ, not where, where, MS. Where, where what platforms is that? Oh, Instagram. Which so, one oh, is Instagram? Okay, oh, I'm sorry, my brain's everywhere. So I have two Instagrams. One's my personal and one is my business page. My personal is Ms. Wit 86 M-Z Wit 86 And then my, um, my brand is Whitney Green Co. And you can find that on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. All right. Nice, nice, nice. And uh, you can find me marcel underscore 876 on instagram uh mad underscore jamaican on twitter and also just regular marcel on facebook and again yes we are going to have the facebook page up and running along with the instagram page for the podcast again due to covid things are moving a bit slow over here as we try to navigate these tumultuous waters (laughs) but we will get to it i promise you guys all right yeah so definitely thanks again for tuning in to another episode with Podcasting with Bay. All right, guys. Peace. Peace.